Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast, where BSN registered nurse, integrative health practitioner, and board certified life coach, Samantha Shatek, teaches you how to go beyond managing your circumstances and start intentionally creating a life you love using her proven strategies. Hey there, how are you today? I'm super excited for this one. We are doing a number two episode in a series. And we are talking about the somatic channels. We are going to talk today about somatic channel number two, imagination. And this is our creative channel. And I know most of you know what imagination is, but I want to take a little bit more time to dive in in the context of our somatic channel. So this is the channel that connects us to our creative energetics and it's our ability to dream up a reality that we want and then manifest it. And it is one of the most, I think, underutilized faculties of our conscious mind. The places that we can go with our imagination is so real to our bodies and to our brains. So if we can imagine it with our minds, then we can physically go there. How cool is that? You know, we have this amazing universal energy and power that's flowing through all of us. And from that, we either create thoughts or we can pick up on thoughts that already exist in our collective. And it's the truth that we do become what we think about the most, and especially whatever we think about on repeat with a heartfelt emotion. And fortunately, or unfortunately, this can mean that when we think about our dreams or things that we want, then those things are going to be likely to happen and be manifested in our physical 3D reality. But if we keep thinking about what we don't want, which unfortunately, that's how most humans have been programmed and cultured is to think about what's missing, what we don't have and what we don't want. And that is normal because we're in this 3D world. And if we can't observe it, we sometimes feel like we're lacking or something is wrong. But by focusing on what we do want, and by using all of our senses, and feeling, for example, what our dream feels like, not only in our mind, but in our body, with sensation and emotion, we then draw that person, thing, or place closer to us magnetically and typically in way less time. Napoleon Hill, who wrote the classic book, Think and Grow Rich, which was probably one of the first amazing self-help books out there, he says, imagination is the most marvelous, miraculous, inconceivably powerful force that our world has ever known. I want you to take a minute and think about the magnitude of that statement. I just think our imagination, it's truly such a sacred gift, y'all. And it is, honestly, it's so underutilized by most humans. And if we do utilize it, we don't understand the power of it and how It's used in the process of manifestation and of creating the life 
that we want. So I want to just suggest to you that you start to let yourself relax more and start to dream more. But don't let your dreams die there. Stay there. And then wait for the inspiration or the impulse or the knowing about what you should do to act on them, especially if it's important to you. So often we have all these amazing thoughts in any one span of the day, but we're so quick, our inner critic is so quick to disregard the thoughts, to forget about them, and to not go there because we're afraid of failure or because we don't believe in this process or because we don't believe in ourselves, or because we don't understand the power of our own vessel, our own imagination to create what we want. So imagination is widely used also in being able to help us ground as well as manifestation and other healing practices because it has an ability to connect us with our desire and our heart as well as our vision and it helps us find the way there because everything is on a frequency. And when we're imagining the thing that we want or the place that we are, or the person that we're with as if it's already happening, that's a different frequency than if we're thinking about what's missing and the frustration or sadness that goes with those thoughts. Everything is frequency and vibration. And I've said that a lot on this podcast over the last year and a half, but there's no exception. Our imagination and our thoughts are definitely a frequency. What I typically use this for in my practice, it varies, but I usually will use this channel either to ask questions or inquire. I also can use it, we can all use it to create safety in our bodies and also to create more space. And I do want to say that there's some people that have trouble visualizing and maybe they have other channels that are stronger. And so I'll tell those people that it's okay if you feel like you're kind of making it up, but just as long as you can see it in your mind's eye, or if you can sense it in one of your other imagined senses, you're doing it right. Because if someone can't visualize as well, they usually will be able to tap into another sense. So maybe they won't be able to see it in their mind's eye, but they could feel it in their mind's perception, or they might be able to hear or they might be able to just feel sensation. Uh, so often people can even name a color that's there. And people might be able to describe a shape. Just whatever whatever sense is most active in you, don't discount that in your visualization and imagination process. Also, visualization and imagination is such an amazing way for us to create safety in our bodies. And I do this with my clients and with myself. And we can also create space from something that feels too intense. Like if you're in an intense situation or in an intense environment, I can use my imagination or help others use their imagination to bring people gently out of maybe overwhelming body sensations or emotions And we can ask questions like, can you see it? And what does it look like? And if they can see it, and if they can't see it, I'll ask another sensory question, but most people can see it. 
And then I'll ask, how far are you from the thing that feels unsafe? Or what would be the perfect amount of space to have between you and that thing or that circumstance? And then I'll ask, is there anything that you can put between you and that thing or you and that person or you and that circumstance that would help? And that could be anything like a sheet or a wall or maybe a row of trees or a row of flowers, whatever it is. And then I'll ask something like, is there anything you need with you to feel safer? It can be anything. It could be a pet. It could be a spirit animal. It could be a tool, maybe a weapon, although I don't encourage a weapon, but you know, if that works, it could be a person. And the person can be someone who is living or who has passed on, anyone that comforts you. These types of questions will often bring about sensations that help our body feel safe and lessen the intensity of what's happening in our environment. And it can help us regulate our emotions and begin grounding into safety. So I'm just going to go through and give you a few grounding visualization ideas. So you have tools for this channel number two and can start letting yourself imagine and also just acknowledging the importance of imagination in not only manifesting our dreams and our dream life, but also in keeping us safe and also maybe creating more space in our life or in our physical bodies. So a popular way is to use visualization to ground. And what you can do is you can imagine a sphere or an egg made out of light and it can surround your body. It can be any color of light or groups of lights that you feel called to. It can be a golden light or a white light. Sometimes people will feel drawn in certain moments to have uh, multiple, like a rainbow color of lights around them, or maybe you're just feeling drawn to like purple, but typically white or gold are really like protective colors. But when you intentionally construct this barrier between you and the outside world, you can imagine all sorts of things with it. For example, you could imagine the orb feeling with light and safety and peace. And you can imagine that the barriers are very sturdy and strong. And you could even imagine that you have your ancestors with you or your cat with you or a favorite person or a favorite spirit animal, whatever it is that makes you feel safe. And another great grounding and imagination practice is for you to imagine that your body has roots like a tree so that your feet and legs are tree trunks and roots and then also feeling that your tailbone has a tail or a root uh, growing out of it into the ground. And you can try to really feel yourself tethered safely to the ground like a tree's roots would wind into the ground and into the earth. And after you feel like you're tethered with your own roots in imagining them, you can move your awareness slowly up your body until you start to sprout branches, for example, your arms and your hands or your head. And you could start to feel the nourishment coming in from the branches, down from the sun, the sky, the cosmos, 
and you could feel nourishment coming in from the cold, dark, rich earth beneath you. And you can imagine energy coming both in through your hands and the top of your head, which are like the branches and leaves of a tree. And then you imagine the sustenance and the nutrients and the peace that come from the Mother Earth up from the ground into your feet and into your tailbone. And I also will like add some breathing to this exercise when you're imagining yourself as a tree and getting energy from your surroundings. And then just a couple more ideas. You can get creative with this one. One thing I think for most people and for me is really dysregulating when we argue or have conflict with people we love or people that are in our life, whether that be a friend or a boss or a parent or a sibling. And so sometimes I will imagine the resolution of that. And I really imagine every word, every detail and the environment. And I will walk with my awareness through a conversation with that person where we really hear and understand each other. And that I imagine myself being the person that I want to be in that resolution. And this often makes my body feel safe and calm. And we can use this channel really creatively any way we want. This is just one example of many. And then another idea is just imagining yourself having and being in a scenario with whatever it is that you desire. You can lay out all the details. You can use all of your senses. You can see what you see, hear what you hear, smell if there's a smell in that scene, Is there a taste? Is there something that you're sipping that's your favorite thing? And then you can just see whatever the vision is. Try to put yourself inside the scene as if it's really happening and feel the feelings inside of your body with all of your senses. It's really, really amazing when we can activate more body sensations and emotions because we draw that frequency of what we are wanting to us because we are becoming it in the moment. So this channel of our imagination, it's still more part of the conscious mind, but it's starting to access deeper realms than just our conscious mind and our mind. It's the imagination is a part of our mental faculties, but it draws on sensation and felt sense and all sorts of information, not only from our body, but from our sensory perceptions to inform our bodies about what we desire and what we want to create. And it really is a powerful channel. So I just want to encourage you to think about this channel when you want to create safety, if you need to create more space, or if you're trying to manifest something in your life that most simply the more that we think about what we want and can create those feelings as if it's happening now, if you won the lottery right now, imagine how that would feel in your body versus thinking about what we don't have and how horrible that feels to not have something that we want. I think the thing with our imagination is we have to keep trusting it 
until something manifests. And that can take different amounts of time. And I think that we start to doubt and we start to be in lack when we can't see it in our physical existence. And this, my friends, is, in my opinion, the definition of faith is trusting that something that we believe in or that we can see in our own heart or in our own mind's eye and that we know with all of our being is going to happen because we want it to and we're destined to, we have to keep that vision and that fire inside of us alive even when there's no proof, even when there's no physical manifestation, even if other people don't believe you or they doubt you or they think you're crazy for seeing something that they can't see. And why would they? Because it's your dream. It's your imagination. It's your vision. And I want to encourage you to reframe how you look at your imagination and just how sacred and powerful it is and how powerful you are. I love you. Thanks for being with me today. And I can't wait for next week when we talk about somatic channel number three. And that is the channel of our body and posture. And that is going to be a good one, my friends. And hey, I also want to invite you to join me for my six month coaching program. I'll work with just you one on one, and I'm going to help you get the results that I know you can get. I promise your life will be different. Go to www.rebelheartcoaching.com to sign up for a consult today. I'll see you inside.